You are listening to the Spark Influence Podcast with Spark Media founders, Peter and Misty Phillip. Spark Influence is a podcast about living a life with intention in marriage, family, ministry, and as business leaders. This show is brought to you by the Spark Media Podcast Network. Visit sparkmedia.ventures for more inspiring podcasts. Hey friends, welcome to this very special end of the year combination episode of the Spark Influence and the By His Grace podcast. Every year I close out the By His Grace podcast with a year in review and Peter is my guest. And since we are doing the Spark Influence podcast together, I thought it would be super fun to do a combination episode and talk about the the year in review, what was good, maybe not so good, and kind of where we see God taking us into the new year. So for me personally, I feel like, you know, 2022 was a pretty incredible year that God did some amazing things in and through Spark Media and in my life personally, it was not without disappointment. There were some some difficulties and some struggles, but through it all, I think one of the things that God showed me was how faithful He is to us and to our family and, and to those that love Him. So didn't you see God's faithful hand in our life over this past year? Yeah, for sure. It was pretty amazing, actually, the just the amount of I don't know how to, I guess you'd have to say the amount of God action in our life, right? It was not, it could have gone many different ways, many different times. And each time it's just, he came through and faithfully delivered us. And it was pretty, it was pretty darn amazing. Yeah, one of the things that we did was we took the the Spark Conference on the road. Seems like a long time ago now. It was just at the beginning of the year that we took the Spark Conference to Nashville back in March. Yeah, golly, that was this year, huh? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, God continued to just bless Spark Media through the conference. I did a lot more consulting, helping people targeted to, to start their podcast, which that was a lot of fun. And then one of the goals that I set for myself was for me to, I wanted to speak at least 10 times, which would be once a month, and then you know, taking, taking two months off of speaking, but that didn't quite work out. No, you did terrible at that. <laughs> yeah. I ended up, well, I did great at that. I actually ended up speaking 18 times, yeah, which, that's we, what I mean by terrible. which we realized was a few too many times yeah, that's the point. In, in my schedule. But I, I think having gone through that, we realized that it was too much. And so I think sometimes, you know, things happen in life for us to, to learn the lessons so that we can make an adjustment. Be careful what you pray for. Like that's pretty much what happened. Like you got blessed abundantly and over and above what you, what you asked for. And I think that was a good thing and and you did great with it. I'm, I'm being sarcastic a little bit, but it was a pretty heavy burden on you from a, because unlike most speakers, you decided to make a new speech almost every single time. Instead of just playing one speech and all the way through, you doggedly and very concerned about delivering a important message to every single person you talk to. So you just decided to make a new one almost every single time. So you put a, that's a burden you put on yourself, right? But I think you richly blessed people and 
the evidence came back from everyone who watched, listened to you talk, and we got constant, constant feedback of all that. So I think it's a kudos thing. I think it's a good job. Oh, well, thank you so much. You know, since we're talking about goals, um, I, I thought we should talk a little bit. You know, we're at the end of the year. Everybody is thinking about what do I want to do next year? What, what do we want it to look like? And, you know, we can plan, but God is the one who brings the increase. We can plan, but things happen that are beyond our control sometimes that that affect. But I think if we don't set a goal, we have nothing to aim towards. And I was really excited to see you create an amazing stretch goal for our finances and to just see that come come through and, and to see God bless you with that. I think that was really cool. I'd love for you to talk about that. Yeah. So it was 2022 was when, you know, I, I, uh, I went back into full-time consulting for myself, uh, working for me instead of somebody else, which was, uh, that was an amazing gift in its own right, when something I I sorely missed and really enjoy. And then I, I, I said, God, you know, I, I, I have a goal in mind of what I want to achieve financially because that sets us up for a lot of other things, right? It, it, it helps helps grease the wheels for all the other things we do and all, all the things we want we want to achieve. And I set a pretty aggressive goal. It was pretty darn aggressive. And and I was just blown away by virtually immediately by March. I mean, I think I, I was doing this in January. And by March, I, I had already blown past it. Like, and I was, I was staggered. I was like, man. So then that, that afforded us the things we did, the travel. It made everything else easier. It made the conference where, hey, uh, the conference was I mean, I think we, we need to circle back and spend time about all the God things that happened at the conference. Really, really neat things and blessing people and the ability to do that, to bless people and benefit and let them benefit. Like your favorite saying, right? The raising tide, rising tide raises all boats. So we were able to give richly and reward richly and it help achieve so much more because he said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to bless you in this way. And he, he absolutely did. And so, yeah, it's been the best year not to mention just because we to come out of, you know, a nonsense two years before and us becoming, you know, podcast mates and and the conference and the magazine and doing all that stuff and my work. Like we just gelled so well for the year. Like it was it was super busy, like stupidly busy. But I look back on it super fondly because it was just a really, really neat year. Like it was really great. Yeah. So let's talk about that for just a second. So for those of you who are listening to the By His Grace, Peter and I started another podcast together that we co-host called Spark Influence. And for those of you listening to Spark Influence, you know exactly what that is. We talk about the, the way that we work and 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 live as a couple in our marriage with our family and how we can be intentional in our life. And it's just been really neat to see how we've stepped out to do that and just the, the blessing of that. But all of that kind of came about by a, a, an incredible, unexpected blessing, which was the Spark Radio Initiative that led to um, the partnership that we have with KHCB and that Spark has 17 shows on a radio hour there for their uplifted stream. And as I was cultivating that group of podcasts to be on there, I 
we had talked about podcasting together for a long, a, time. A long yeah. time. And every year at the end of the year, you've always come on by his grace. And we've talked about the end of the year. And so it really was a natural flow for us to start a show to then put it on the uplifted stream and and that has been just an incredible partnership to be able to have our our, our podcast to go to a, a wider audience w- within radio. And that's been, been a really fun blessing. Yeah, I have to, confession time here or asking for forgiveness. I'm not the best podcast mate. I know I, 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 I tend to, once I'm done with my work day, you're like, let's go record a podcast. And I'm like, oh God. But you always change my mind and you make it, and I'm sorry if it's like pulling teeth for you, but once I get into it, I love it. I enjoy it. And uh, we have a great time. And so it's your, your, your drive is always super impactful in our house because you are the, like people say, the most driven person I've ever met. Like you really, you're a get it done girl for sure. I am a get it done girl, but I love just turning you loose, you know, just prompting you and um, and hearing your thoughts because you have so much wisdom that, that I have been able to sit under for years that you've guided and directed me. And now I love to be able to share you with the world. So a kind of an interesting thing that happened this year was the cancel culture moment that I experienced at Podcast Movement when Ben Shapiro showed up because his company had a booth there and someone tried to cancel his existence. And I had to speak out about that because I feel like if we see injustices happening in the world, if we sit by and let them happen then that's on us. And I think our world in general is in a place where too many people have sat back idly and not done anything. You say that I'm a very driven person. I'm very driven because the gospel propels me. One, I see I read the scriptures, I know what the world says, I read the headlines, and I know that Jesus is returning soon. Don't know exactly when that is, nobody knows the day or the hour, but he said that we will know by the things that are happening, and so many things are happening in the world, yet so many people still need to know Jesus. And so that's one of the things that drives me to to do all the things that I do to get all of the positive messages in the world, because the world needs Jesus, Yes, it does. And that's the striving force behind you all the time. Like that's your central theme, I think, that drives what you do. You know, I I don't know. People don't know you outside of what comes out of their speakers. And maybe there's people that know you personally a little bit in that circle. But, you know, your heart is never about you or your or things or glory or fame or I want to have, you know, like when you set goals, it's very different. It's like, I want to reach everybody through my podcast. I want to change, you know, I want to save a thousand people or 10,000, like whatever. You always have these really neat goals that are very God-centered. I think that's reflected in, in, in the success and the things that have been given to you, like being on the radio, like having, you know, your podcast, putting your podcasters on multiple apps, right, across many of the, I mean, in the Christian space, you're pretty flush, that's a really, really neat thing. That's God's blessings. Like if you look back on his hand and your, and your work, it's all over it, man. It's, it, there's no mistake in it. Yeah. It's all by his grace. I tell you. Let's see. Here we go. See? <laughs> it is, but you know, it, and it's not necessarily about the, the numbers of, of saving people to me, really. It's more about 
surrendering my will to God's will and about being obedient because I think that is the thing that he honors is our obedience. So the, the question that I've been asking myself going into the new year is not what do I want to accomplish, but God, what is it that you have for me? What do you have for me in the new year and what is it that you want me to do? Because his plans are far beyond anything that we can come up with. Yeah. But I do believe in setting goals because I think that if we want to get things done, we have to have motivation, but we also have to have that discipline behind it. So we set the goals, we 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 set our eye on the prize, and we work hard to to get to that place. Yeah, I mean he he wants us to set goals, right? I mean if we if we're never trying to achieve, we'll we'll actually meet that every time by not doing anything. Like if you don't try to achieve something, you achieve it by not doing anything. So I think the goal setting is really crucially important um, from a growth and a betterment standpoint. Like it feels good when you set a goal and you hit it and you're like, wow, let's go on to the next one. Right. It just keeps you running. It's like, it's that, you know, it's like pedaling a bike. Like you just, you got up and you keep going and you keep going pretty soon you're traveling far. Right. And that's what goal setting is about. Yeah, it really, it really is. Now I do work really hard, but I did something that I haven't done in several years. Now when the boys were at home and we were homeschooling them, I always took the month of December off because December was always, was a good time for us to break in our curriculum. Was We were really busy and active in our church and doing lots of different things. And so it was a time for me to really press into the family and, and, and not be running at such a hard pace. And I haven't done that in the last couple of years. Last year, we ended up getting COVID over Christmas. So we kind of missed COVID. We missed Christmas. But I just decided to do that again. And I thought, which was kind of hard for me, I didn't completely take the month off. There were there were still meetings and things that happened. But the principle, if we can't take that time off, you know, I think that too many times we can work so hard in our culture. We strive a lot to do a lot of different things, but really the most important things and the things that I think that Jesus wants for us is to to love the people who are in front of us. And taking the month of December off has been really great for me to spend time with my family. You blessed me with the trip of a lifetime to take my boys to New York. And that was a bucket list for me, having gone to fashion college, always wanted to go to New York and didn't think that would happen after the pandemic. And it just worked out. But not only that, I took took the whole month off. And I think it's as as important. And we've talked about that this year on Spark Influence about creating time and pockets of rest, because we do work really hard. And yes, we should work diligently, but rest is equally as important. Yeah, especially from like a business owner standpoint, like letting yourself that, you know, it's the most amazing thing to have your own business and to work for yourself. It's also like the worst thing at time because you're never off. You can never call in sick. Like the boss knows if you're sick or not. And, uh, and you, you just don't have a, you don't have downtime choice really. Cause then your mind's like, well, if I'm not doing it, no one's doing it. Like, and, and it depends on how much, how big your business is and how much it's kind of automated, which is good. It should be, you should have that. And we're, we're getting there in many places so that it's more of a, not a single contributor business, but a, you know, a true operation that has parts and pieces that could run without you. But 
I think it's vital taking time off so that your brain can reset and refresh. It allows you to plan. It allows you to step back and take an honest look um, at how things are going and what things are, things are, are happening. And I think it's as important as being a hard worker. Like it's, it's vital, right? To set slack time. We talked about in one of our episodes where it's like, you know, do that, do, do nothing. It's okay to put your feet up. You have a really, really hard time with this. Like, this is really probably your biggest struggle. Uh, you have a day two, you're like, should we be doing something? Like, what is that? I'm like, stop. <laughs> Wardy, shut up. Like, let's, let's not do I think I've do done it. pretty well this, this month. This month, I will give you, I will grant you, you have done really well. So we're going to try on our little vacay to um, make sure it is no, no business from either one of us at all. Like nothing. Yeah. It's important to... Just have FaceTime with the ones that you love. And, you know, that's one of the things. I took photos while I was in New York and posted a few, but I didn't really post a lot because I wanted to be present in the moment. And I think that that is something that is, is so important for us as well. So I'd love to, to, to know what the Lord is speaking to you as we are moving into a new year. Do you have any, you know, thoughts or, or revelations? While you're thinking about that, I want to tell you something that has really been on my heart a lot. And it is the scripture that talks about the Lord's return, that it will be like in the days of Noah. And I think about what the days of Noah were like, and people were just evil in his sight. And we've had so many things happening in our culture that are are pure evil. There's an attack on the family. There is uh, gender lines are being blurred, and what is what is right is called wrong, and what is wrong is called right. And so. I have thought a, a lot about that. And so a lot of the scriptures that the Lord has taken me to also have been in First and Second Timothy and in First and Second Thessalonians. So I'll share a couple of those with you, but would love to hear some of the things that the Lord is speaking to you. For the most part, I think it's about preparation and planning for trouble. I think 2023 can be a really rough year from a financial standpoint for our country. Even if it's not, right? Even if it's not really going to be, companies are doing what they do, taking advantage of the opportunity to, you know, lay off tens of thousands of people and cut their costs and lower their bottom line and increase their bottom line, you know, which get killing headcount and and those things I think we're going to see coming. There's lots of you can just read the news and see all the companies that are going to be cutting and planning for layoffs starting in 2023. So I think the level of hardship for people is going to go up in 2023. So for me and for us, it's about planning. It's about alternate methods of making sure we're diversified as companies so that we are broadly spread instead of narrowly so that we can absorb any of that sort of repercussions that will happen. And, and thankfully our businesses, both of us, I actually, my business actually thrives when people, unfortunately, when people get laid off, my, my work increases tremendously because companies are quick to hire consulting and instead of a full-time headcount. So large organizations like to use consulting. And for you, 
podcasting has only grown considerably and your business all across the board is a hugely huge growth industry and is pretty independent of what the economy is going to be doing because people, or it may increase. People need escape. People want to hear encouraging words and people want to find new ways to make money and they're going to join communities and do these things. So I think both of us are well suited across broadly across what we do for the year. I think a lot of people need to really consider what they're doing and look at the things that are happening. Like So things that I keep hearing that make me think is automation is crucial for success, right? So our, us automating what we do and, or the aspects of what we do is, is increasing. And I see a lot of that as an opportunity, but automation for others is going to be very detrimental. Like it's going to be absolutely like McDonald's opened their first humanless McDonald's. No people at all. Like it's all robots that make your food. You go to a kiosk and you order it and it's even bagged and put on the counter. Like, and there's no humans involved. So, well, and even the, 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 for me as an author and some of the, the AI, all the chat GBT and all the, and all these, the AI intelligence is leaped. Like when we weren't looking, we blinked and it got really good, really, really good. It's writing books for people. And professors are freaking out because people are writing whole theses with these, with this AI and it, it's good and it passes and, and, and that's scary stuff. And so that automation is going to start killing jobs that we didn't even see coming. Like there are things that people thought were fairly secure that even down to really menial things like road work, there's a lot of robots now that can do that can lay a road. It's a machine that one guy drives and it lays an entire road. And that's the traditional, like from tearing it up, grinding the concrete up, remixing it, and then coming out the back is new paved road. Like it's insane how these things are working. So a lot of traditional industries are going to be seriously impacted as that, as AI and the automation that goes with it dramatically increases. So I think really looking at being able to diversify what you do across, across maybe several industries or broadening your skill sets and, and find a way to leverage this, find a way to leverage these things, these AI the AI tools that exist out there, right? From the video maker that creates whole videos for you with a fake human that you can pick, man, woman, ethnicity, accent, language, the whole thing, type in a script and it says everything in, in a really high quality 4K video that looks, you cannot tell it's not a human, you know, to image creation, right? The first image ever won an award and it was the front of the image, the, like the individual was real, but the background was all AI created, everything in the background. And it won an award for the best one of the best pictures. And so we're seriously blurring the lines here of where robots compute, right? Uh, is creating things that's on par with what humans have been doing. And so that's going to impact a lot of people in ways they don't think about. So like in times past in the industrial revolution or, or different points in, in time where there have been these huge shifts, I don't know that we're ready for what's happening 100%. currently. We're not ready. Not even close. And it's moving faster than people move. It is definitely moving faster. And if if I'm honest, it, it's a little scary to me some of it and and where it's going. But but I know that God um, it has created us to live at such a time as this. So I want to be excited yeah. about about the times and not not be worried. But it also just causes me to want to 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 know him more and to and to to and to just be in tune to his ear. Um because I think there are some technologies and things that are that are good 
I mean, technology itself is neutral. It's not right, yeah, it, it's but, the, but the, the implementation. It's of it. the implementation, and and whether the person is good or evil that is using the technology, Correct. and so. Yeah. I want to have the wisdom and the discernment to know this is not for me. This is not for my family. I, I think that's the prayer, right? If I, for Christians specifically, ask God, how can I use these things to to our benefit and to your glory? Like, I'll, I'll tell you, you know what I hate more than I hate email more than anything. Like, it's I've hated it since 1996, and I still don't like it. I still think it's just it's just time suck. It's wasteful. It is very useful. Like it's a very direct link in inbox. I've fallen prey to, oh, that's cool. I'm going to click on that email and then go shop, you know, for whatever that thing was because I subscribe to it. So it's my very personal interest, not just spam and pop up on a website. But I hate emails. And so I tried an AI that writes email. It's called Writer, R-Y-T-R, I think. And I just tell it the topic I want and it writes the entire email. It gives me three versions. And they are remarkably well-written, grammatically correct, and really impressive. And so I was like, okay, fine. I can start pasting in email titles from people and let it send out, write my emails for me, right? And, and maybe that frees up like several hours of time of always having to craft emails and write. And, and, and so take, take things that are out there and use them to your advantage in an, in an unseen way, like in an unforeseen way. Like maybe I, you didn't think, well, hey, I could have something write my emails for me. That's tremendous. Like this is cool. I don't have to write emails back. That may not be your thing. There, It's a myriad of other activities that you can use and systems that are out there that will really bless you and give you time back and help you be either, either better or more efficient at whatever it is you do as relates to the AI space. Yeah, that's really, that's really good. I like that to, to utilize the time for the days are evil and to use it for God's glory. So where is the Lord taking you in Scripture as you prepare your heart and your mind and our family and our businesses for the new year? Well, that that changes daily, right? There's like almost a daily thing. So I don't. Uh, I think one that really hit me this year, which was Philippians four nineteen, and my God will supply all your needs according to His riches in glory in Jesus Christ or in Christ Jesus. And then Second Corinthians one twenty, for as many as are the promises of God, in him they are yes. Therefore also through him is our amen to the glory of God through us. So, you, you know, my biggest thing really is about gratitude and about always being thankful for everything God did and didn't do for me. And I won't know all those answers maybe until after the other side of the veil there. But ha- having the biggest thing for me, I think, and you will, you can attest to this, for me has been the release of fear and worry. I, 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 I turned a corner and I just said, okay, God, then you got it. I believe you. I trust you. It's you. You got it. And I've said it to you how many times, like, I'm not worried. God's got it. And you're like, well, what, don't you think we should look about this? I'm like, no, don't worry. He's got it. He's got it. And when I truly released that and truly let go of it from my mind and just had faith that he would deliver me and whatever that could be, it could not be what I wanted. It could just, but I knew he was going to do some outcome and man, he just didn't, he's never let me down. Like he's just, since I started that, that, that sort of shift in my spirit and my brain, he he's, he's never failed me. It's been, it's been really neat to watch you let go and to let God. And that's been really, really remarkable. 
Well, we're we're coming to an end here, and I thought, like I said, I've been in you know First and Second Timothy, which is instructions to us and how we live, and Thessalonians that that talks a lot about the day of the Lord and 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 how we should live. And I think I'd like to leave us with this in verse beginning in verse sixteen of First Thessalonians five. It says. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So friends, I just encourage you to get some time alone with the Lord as this year is winding down. Pray about what it is that he would like to accomplish in and through you. Set those goals, but also press into God and ask him what he has for you. And I think that you'll be surprised in the spiritual blessings that he will bestow upon you, as well as what he will do in and through you as you seek to know him more. Mm, Amen.